0: I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a podcast designed with new moms in mind, where we talk about what it looks like to thrive in motherhood as the free, confident, joy filled women God has called us to be. Okay, this episode, I honestly feel like, could not be more timely. For some of you. This episode is going to be all about what it looks like to be empowered, to be an empowered mom around the holidays. And the reason why I want to cover this topic is because I know how easy it is for the holidays to feel overwhelming, to feel stressful, to feel like Christmas is happening to you instead of something that you're actually a part of and enjoying and choosing for yourself. And and I just, I've been down that road of feeling so powerless when it comes to how you spend the holidays or what you prioritize around the holidays. And I just don't want any of my listeners to feel that way. And in fact, I'm so passionate about this topic about being empowered around the holidays that I've actually started a video series in my Facebook group on this topic where we're talking about what does it look like to be an empowered mom around Christmas? What does it look like to set boundaries with your family, to set boundaries with yourself, and to really cultivate that meaning and that true celebration of the heart of Christmas? Um, So if that sounds like something that you need more of, that you need insight on, I want to invite you to go ahead and join my Soul Care for the New Mom Facebook group. And you can either do that by searching for Soul Care for the New Mom in the search bar of your Facebook app, or um, you can click the link in the show notes. But here's just what we're going to be talking about for today's episode. We're going to be talking about what is the empowered mom's holiday. What are the components? What does it mean to be empowered around the holidays? What, What sort of things can we keep an eye for, keep an eye out for? when it comes to, am I choosing my Christmas or is Christmas being chosen for me? And then at the end, I'm going to give you some ideas for how you can really cultivate your ideal holiday. How do you want to truly celebrate the meaning and the, and the enjoyment of Christmas? So let's dive in. What is the Empowered Moms Holiday? Well, let me tell you what it's not by sharing a, a story of how I experienced christmas a few years ago Um, this all took place around the time of when i became a mom Um, my eldest was born in 2016 And she was born in October. So she was a newborn around Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I remember having all of those new mom hormones. I was so excited about being a mom. It was like something I was so passionate about, but I also became easily stressed about as well. And I just really wanted her first Christmas, her first Thanksgiving to be so amazing, to be so perfect. I just wanted to feel like a family. I wanted to like truly dive into Christmas, but I didn't know how to do that in a healthy way. So what ended up happening is that I wasn't, I wasn't very skilled at setting boundaries, especially with family. So I would end up like spending full days just being around people even though it was draining me even though i wanted to nurse in privacy even though my baby needed to take naps but she was just being passed around from person to person like those were the types of things that i cared about but i didn't know how to speak up about and i remember like at the by the end of the day on both Thanksgiving and on Christmas i felt so overwhelmed so stressed i even had the, some sort of mental breakdown um, meaning like i had a episode of postpartum rage Um, The one on Thanksgiving in particular stands out to me because I remember driving home from Thanksgiving dinner, just feeling so desperate, feeling like I missed my baby because she had been passed around for hours on end. I was engorged because I didn't get a chance to nurse the way I wanted to. Um, She had spat up everywhere right before we were packing up our stuff and getting ready to go, and I was super stressed out about that. And I remember as we were driving home from Thanksgiving dinner, we were on the highway, and my husband was driving really fast and I'm just screaming in the passenger seat, I want to go home. Take me home now. And I'm screaming it. I'm hitting the dashboard on the car. Uh, my baby is in the back seat. Tessa was sleeping in the back seat, in her car seat. She was right there. But I felt so far from her that I just started to feel super desperate. And I momentarily thought, maybe I, maybe I just need to jump out of this car. Now, I know that like that's an extreme example of having this stress overload around the holidays. But what was happening is something that I think happens to so many women, and it's that we start to feel like we weren't really a part of Christmas that, or, or a part of Thanksgiving or a part of this holiday. But really what happened was people created this holiday and we just had to kind of go along with it. We didn't really have a part or a say in how it went, in what we did, in what we prioritized, how we spent our time, how we spent our money. And after all of that, that's where that feeling of powerlessness comes from. That's where that desperation comes in. So For me, I remember feeling so just overwhelmed by the fact that this isn't how I wanted the holidays to go. And on top of that, I was busy comparing myself to everyone else. I remember around Christmas time that year, like everyone was posting photos of their babies in these beautiful Christmas outfits. They were going to, you know, all these cute little holiday events and their kids were just posed so nice with these sweet little Christmas trees and ornaments. And I remember thinking like, man, I really wish I could hire a photographer to do Christmas to do Christmas photos, but we just couldn't afford it. I could barely even afford, like, a nice Christmas outfit. I remember, like, having to go ask my mom to go buy me some because I wanted Tessa to have, like, those sweet little photos in her Christmas dresses, but we we really just couldn't afford a dress. We could barely even afford gifts, and I remember feeling super down about the fact that we were so broke because in my mind, I'm thinking well, you know, I want to experience all that Christmas has to offer, and if I'm not able to spend money on these things, then I'm not really experiencing it, am I? Which was a super big fat lie, but I couldn't see it at the time because on social media, that's just what you're bombarded with around the holidays. That's what I was surrounded by, and it made me feel super jealous. It made me feel down. It made me compare myself to others and to feel even more powerless when it came to celebrating the holidays. So, okay, so that's the picture of what a not-empowered holiday looks like, what it looks like for a mom who maybe it doesn't have the most confidence or doesn't really feel sure of what she's doing, how she wants to cultivate the holidays for herself, and then maybe is just kind of going along with either what her family's doing or what the culture tells her to do or what social media is trying to persuade her to do. That was me a few years ago. Now, fast forward to today, to the holidays this time of year. We now have two kids both under the age of three. We still have the same struggles of trying to, you know, please the family. We have all of our family is in town, they're all local, which means that every holiday we have to figure out how are we going to divvy up our time? Because it's not like we can just use the excuse of, oh, well, you're in a whole nother state. The truth is that it's really hard to come up with those reasons to not see everybody on the holidays. So so we still have that same stress, that same struggle trying to juggle family Family um, gatherings, we're still so. Sur- I'm still surrounded by the same pressures to do all the things to make Christmas this most magical thing ever, especially when I look on social media, when I see all of my friends' Christmas photos on Facebook. I still feel like we are tight in our budget, like we're still not able to invest in the things that I think you know could make Christmas super, super special, like buying all these fancy gifts or going on, you know, the Polar Express train ride. I don't exactly know what what it is, you know, that all everyone is doing these days, but there's always something that we see other people doing that I'm like, oh man, it would be really cool to do that. So, so the situation is still very much the same of there's still these pressures. There's still these stressors. There's still the whole, I have these kids who like, I have to juggle their nap schedules and their feeding schedules. And I, you know, want to make sure they stay happy while we're still trying to get together with the family. But here is what's different about the way I experienced the holidays this year and the way I experienced it a few years ago. I now know the difference between playing the part around Christmas time and truly celebrating the heart. I know now the difference. And I know that celebrating the heart of Christmas is a thousand times better and makes me a thousand times happier than playing the part ever will. So if that means that I don't buy a million and one Christmas dresses for my girls, but instead we just spend time together watching a Christmas movie where like I don't have to like take all these fancy pictures of it and post it on social media, then so be it. If that means that we don't go on these excursions or send out Christmas cards with these beautiful photos and instead we just drive around the neighborhood looking at lights, then so be it. Because I would much rather celebrate the heart, celebrate the fact that we are a family, that we're coming together to celebrate Jesus's birth then I would much rather do that than play the part because playing the part never fulfills you. It just doesn't. There will be, you will always post a story and then wish that it could stay up longer than just those 24 hours. Or you will always make that post and then think, wow, I didn't get enough engagement on it. And that's just not what Christmas should be about. But so often that's what we make it about. We don't realize we're doing it, but we do. So I had to ask myself over the past couple years, If social media or taking pictures or doing what everyone else is doing didn't matter so much to me, how would I want to invest my time and my money? And asking myself that question really revealed to me what truly does matter to us, to me and to our family, and what we'd much rather be doing. Instead of spending money on going to these Christmas shows, we would rather spend money on an Advent devotional where we get to do Advent together, me and my husband as a family. Or instead of like stressing ourselves out to do all the crazy fun things that everyone else is doing, we would rather have fun with just a few small traditions and not worry about it being perfect and not worry about having to showcase it to everyone. Um, so that's like one difference that I've noticed in me. But another is that I've learned the difference between making Christmas about the presents that are under the tree and... And making Christmas about the presents with your family. And what I mean by this is that I used to get so caught up in, you know, just feeling sad about the fact that we couldn't give gifts the way that we wanted to. We just simply didn't have the money that we, you know, that we wanted to invest in gifts, especially for our large family. And so I I always felt a little bit down. I felt a little bit guilty and embarrassed by that. But this year, I just, it just doesn't worry me anymore we give what we can and we give apologies for when we can't and you know instead of having to invest you know a lot of money into these big fancy gifts for our girls we, we're just doing books like we're just having fun picking out books for them to open um, we're not even worrying about putting gifts under the tree it's just not something that matters to us what really matters to us is that our girls understand that Christmas is a special time as a family and that my husband and I, you know, stay connected and that we enjoy these small traditions of our small family instead of having to hunt down the perfect expensive thing that we honestly just shouldn't be spending our money on at the time. Like, we just realize that making presents with your family instead of making presents under the tree your priority is so much more fulfilling and satisfying um, because stuff is just stuff, but you won't get this time back. You will never have the same Christmas with your kids being the same age that they are again. So, we want to celebrate and spend time together without worrying about what the stuff is or what we're getting or what we're giving because the truth is, like, that's just not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about giving, but not to the point where it's stressing you out to where you're feeling down about it, to where you're worried about money, checking your budget, spending more than you can afford. That's just not the heart of Christmas. Um, The last thing that I've noticed is different about me around the holidays is that instead of having my holiday chosen for me, having Christmas chosen for me by my family, I now choose Christmas for myself. Even if I have to respectfully disappoint some family members. Even if I have to set Strong boundaries. But the reason why I feel comfortable and why I feel happy doing that is because I see how much more fun and peaceful an empowered holiday is than a holiday that is spent trying to conform to everyone else's standards for you. Um, it is hard when you have those strong-minded family members who have a big opinion on how you should be spending your Christmas. And I know that it can be really hard to speak up and to voice your opinions on what you'd like or to voice your preferences for how you spend time or how you spend your money. But It matters. It matters for both us and for our families because when we get rid of the stress, when we get rid of the pressures or the sadness about money or family tension, and when we do that and we just enjoy Christmas for the celebration it is... It, it just cultivates this, this peace that doesn't just carry, you know, over into how we spend our Christmas, but it carries over into the rest of our year. It carries over into the new year. Um, instead of, you know, feeling like we're drained by the time Christmas is over and like we're, you know, we were robbed of what we most wanted, we're able to keep our sanity, keep our energy, keep what matters most to us and use that as momentum to keep moving forward as confident and empowered moms, which I truly do believe God has called us to be. So going back to that flashback of my first Thanksgiving, my first Christmas as a mom and what I would have done differently, I wouldn't have stayed out for the entire day. I would have coveted the time that I had with my newborn instead of just give that time out freely. I mean, there was a point where it just was too much for me as a new mom and I just needed to speak up and voice that for um, to others. And I also wouldn't have worried so much about the gifts or about the holiday outfits or making everybody happy except for me. I just wouldn't have worried about those things. So I'm sharing all this because I just wanna get you thinking. What might you need to do this holiday to celebrate it from a place of empowerment rather than a place of fear or insecurity or um, sadness or comparison or, you know, all those negative things that I think can kind of sneak into our Christmas time. So here's some practical examples of what you might start doing. Choose to simplify gift giving. Maybe that's a great place to start. Maybe you take a look at your budget and say, hey, let, how can I maybe um, simplify gifts to where it doesn't break the bank? Or how can I maybe give more of like a homemade gift? Or how can I maybe give the gift of time or the gift of my presence instead of an actual gift wrapped underneath a tree? Um, here's another one. Choosing to stick with some traditions, but then also let other traditions go. So, maybe your family has, you know, ever since you were little, your family has grown up doing a certain thing that you've now reached a point where that thing just, it feels a little bit more stressful than fun. And it feels like you're more so doing it just for the sake of doing it than you're doing it because you genuinely enjoy it. And if that's the case, it might be time to consider letting that tradition go and instead just focus on the ones that truly do breathe life into your Christmas. Um, Another example is setting boundaries with family. Maybe that means having a hard conversation of, hey, I really would love to see everybody on Christmas Day, but the travel truly is too much, or I need to protect my mental Capacity, or I need to take care of my body physically, or I need to prioritize my kids and let them get some sleep because I don't want to deal with them being cranky at 10 o'clock at night because they've been wired on candy and haven't slept at all all day. So, like, maybe those are conversations that you need to start having in order to truly cultivate that Christmas that doesn't rob you of your peace or rob you of the choice that you have. Um, Maybe it means maybe being empowered around the holidays looks like care more about the moment than about the photo op. Maybe it means turning social media off or just not engaging in this whole, okay, we got to take a million and one photos, take a video, post it to stories, get a boomerang of it. Maybe it just doesn't need to happen sometimes. Maybe you can just put the phone away and just enjoy the moment. And the last one is choosing to not go along with what people want you to do and instead choosing to pave your own path. I know for us as a family, and this is not for everyone, so I'm not trying to persuade anyone to do any certain thing. But for us as a family, we've chosen to not do Santa Claus with our girls, and that has been a really tough thing for my family. Not so much Grant's family because Grant's family does not do Santa either. But, um, but all, my family that I've grown up with, they you know they really enjoy Santa, and it's been disappointing for them. Like I'll admit that it's been disappointing for them that we've decided we don't want to do Santa, but. We stick with our guns. We stick with what we believe is best for our family, what we most want to do. And we are okay with paving our own path because we know that Again, choosing Christmas for ourselves is so much more satisfying and so much more fulfilling than letting people choose Christmas for us. Um, And we've got to protect the things that we most value. And if that means setting boundaries or that means choosing to not do a certain thing that everyone else is doing, then so be it. We are okay with paving our own path because Jesus himself did things that didn't go along with the crowd, that didn't conform to people's expectations of him. And I think that sometimes for us as families who are modeling ourselves after Jesus, we have to be okay with not conforming and with standing out from the rest of the culture. So here is my question for you. How will you pave the way for your family this Christmas? How will you choose this holiday for yourself and cultivate true celebration and true heartfelt meaning as an empowered mom? What I want you to do this next week is to actually write down some ideas, really brainstorm what does your ideal holiday look like? How do you want to celebrate its meaning? How do you want to cultivate traditions? How do you want to feel around the holidays? How do, how do you want to spend Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? What do you want to simplify or what do you want to start doing or even stop doing? And again, this is a conversation that will be ongoing for the month of December in my Facebook group. So if you are not already a part of that group, I would love for you to join. You can do that by searching for Soul Care for the New Mom in your Facebook app or by clicking the link in the show notes. Okay, I hope that this episode was maybe just a dose of encouraging but also challenging for you, and if you do feel challenged as you're listening to this, I take that as a success because I think that so many times we just go along with the crowd while on the inside, we we already know that there are some changes that need to be made. And if you're listening to this and thinking, wow, I think I might like to make some changes, then go for it, girl. You have the grace, you have the strength to do that. And I am applauding you, I am cheering you on, and I also would love to encourage you personally. So if this episode um, just, it meant something to you and it encouraged you or it challenged you, I would love for you to send me a message on Instagram or to send me an email. Um, I would love to just speak encouragement to you and to hear how this has impacted you. Um, thank you again for listening and thank you just for listening to this entire season, really. Um, the season is coming to a close next week, will be the season finale, which just means that there will be a couple weeks where there are no new episodes and then the next season will launch in January. And, and just, I truly do mean it when I say that I am so thankful for each and every one of you and for your support, for how you listen, for the reviews that you've left, for the times that you've shared this podcast with your friends. It really does mean so much to me. Um, And I am wishing you guys an amazing week. I'm wishing you guys an even more amazing Christmas and a truly empowered holiday.